We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to Pod Mavericks Presents After Dark. This is our game recap show. You are listening to Josh Bow and Kirk Henderson here. Uh, God. <laughs> I want to say this is it, but I feel like the last three podcasts we've been like, okay, this is it. The season's over. Um, what is dead may never die. Yeah. The Dallas Mavericks just fell in another kind of horrifying game. After the Miami Heat failed to score like 95 points in two straight games, they give up a crisp 129 to the Miami Heat. Luka Doncic was beyond exceptional. Uh, and it was a, a pretty fun game. Now, we're live streaming tonight just because I'm still messing around and testing with formats to see what we can do here. So those of you who are listening on the audio cap, uh, we appreciate you downloading and subscribing. For those of you who are listening on the live stream, if you are not already subscribed, it would be very, very helpful to me and to Josh and to Mavs Moneyball and Pod Maverick if you found the subscribe button and if you paid attention to kind of when we're setting these things up because it's a lot of it, it just it, it it helps us a lot um, in terms of like the things that we can plan for. So, um, God, I don't even know where to begin with this game. What do, what do you think, Josh? The Maverick shot sixty one percent and lost. I mean, mm. that's where we have to start, right? Like it's just. It's simultaneously both impressive and horrific that the Mavericks keep playing these games because if you look up their schedule and you look in the schedule since January 1st, which is kind of when the slide kind of kind of started was was January, you know, the new year because I think their final win of that seven game win streak, yeah, it was January 2nd against mm. Houston. So you basically look at every game after that and that's when they've kind of been a, a under 500 team. You can't find a lot of bad offensive performances. Like the team is consistently scoring 119, 115, 120, 130. And you see, like, like they, they won a game with 99 points. They lost a game with 98 points to the Clippers. But maybe you can count like six games since January 1st where you could say, okay, they had a bad night. And what they've played, I don't know how many games have they played since January 1st? Like 40, or they're going to play 40 or something yeah. like that? Like, right. It's this team with like the 17th best defense, like the 15th best defense would be like a 60 win team. Like this is one of the best offenses I've ever seen in my life. And the Mavericks are four games under 500 with four games to go. 
It's unbelievable. And it happened again tonight. They, they shoot 61%. They were basically flawless um, for the majority of the game. But the Heat also, they let the Heat score almost 80 points and a half for a team that can barely score 80, 90 points in a game, let alone a half. And they lost. Like, they outscored the Heat in the second half by, by a little bit, um, you know, by five. But when you're down double digits to a team that can't score because you let them score 70 something points, 76 points, I think like that's the game. Like we can, you know, people want to talk about the fourth quarter and like the weird way the offense is kind of a little bit weird in the fourth quarter. And like, there's some merit to that, but like if the Mavericks just played normal defense, like they would be up by like 15 in the fourth quarter and it wouldn't matter if they had like kind of a a bummer final quarter. You know what I mean? Like I I, I keep getting people responding to me that are like, man, I can't like, like, I can't believe, uh, you know, Dwight Powell and Reggie Bullock only combined for four points. I'm like, yeah, that sucks. But the team shot 61%. How much better do you want them to play offensively? Like, and I understand they have to to win these games. But to me, I just can't get worked up about that because I just keep circling back to this might be the most embarrassing defense I've seen from an NBA team trying to win games since I've been watching basketball. And like, cognizant well, of it. and crazy. make no mistake. They are trying to win games. Yeah. I mean, this was, in my opinion, Luca's one of the last, last gasp. This was one of the finest performances from him in the last two months. Yeah. Um, going back to before All-Star break, you know, I know he got hurt against the Pelicans. I know he's been banged up in multiple ways. The thigh injury where we don't even know where that happened. Um, it's but this was a game where I thought, you know, he he shot the ball well inside the arc, shot the ball pretty well outside the arc, hit most of his free throws, tried to play good defense. Uh, mm-hmm. There were a couple of times where he got beat in transition. And I think if we were to offer up like a true critique of what Luca can improve coming into next season, it's his transition awareness. Like he just, it, this wasn't a lazy game or anything from him. It's just there were a couple of times where he's he's getting like Jimmy Butler's cherry picking and Luca got caught. Yeah. And there's there's just things like that 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 he can clean up that are pretty low hanging fruit. But I thought tonight he really played like a truly fantastic game. His um his his shot chart is is kind of ridiculous. Let me see. Yeah. If I can, the team shot that. chart is ridiculous. <laughs> the, yeah, the team shot chart is pretty is pretty preposterous. It's it's like they they shot this well. Um, yeah. Let me see if is that I, the window i'm trying to figure out how to do this yeah oh yeah here it is so this is the the luca dot no that's the whole team shot chart i didn't download just can you switch Luka's. it to the can you switch it to the zone or did see you download oh you downloaded it i downloaded it because right, it, it it pulled right. up better let yeah, me see if put, i can no, just go get luca um just just luca is it gonna do that no it's not gonna do it for me whatever but yeah. it it was what so the the shot chart by zone you can probably do this too if you remember how i uh how I how I switched it if you want to present. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. If you want to keep talking. Sure. So it's it's like watching Luca from inside the arc was really like watching some like artistry. Uh the kind of shots he was making were really the kind of shots we were seeing during the first two months of the year where he's scoring 30 plus points a game and the Mavericks needed it. Okay. Yeah, this is great. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> That's Luca's shot chart. Um so, and the red outside is not really fair. Right. Two, it's two of six, right? Well, well, the the yeah, it's two of six above the break three. Fine, so, right? Yeah. If he hits, if he hits one more or he takes one less, then it's green. Yeah, so that's that's Luca, and then the 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 team 
<laughs> like, my goodness. Uh, I mean, you, just, five, you don't the, lose the, Tim the, Hardaway incandescent yeah. games. That's what uh, Matthew Phillips kept saying that in our in our in-game Slack, uh, where he's just like, you you cannot lose yeah. Tim. Tim was six to ten from from three. He shot. He had thirty-one points. Like this was a game the Mavericks had no business losing, and yet they were not ever really in it. No, I don't think I don't think it was a one-possession game, despite no. the fact that I kept thinking it was going to be. I don't think they had it as a one-possession game. After like the midway point of the like, whenever the Heat took that like 28 24 lead, I think they had a double, you know, a two possession leader greater the rest of the game. So mm-hmm. it's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, it's not, it's not just that they lost shooting 61%. Like, they never even really had a chance to win. Like, it never felt mm-hmm. like they did. It's just right. It's crazy. Like, Tim made a three that I think got it to six, and then the Mavericks got a stop. And this is late in the fourth quarter, and they ran a really nice play. Like, I almost want to clip it and share it. They ran a really nice play coming back, and Tim got a wide open three, and he missed it. And it's like, it's crazy how that is just like, oh, well, there's the game. And it's because you weren't perfect offensively for 48 minutes, you lost. Like, it's just, I've never seen an NBA team try to win games that just, they don't have anything else to fall back on. Like this was, this is the ultimate example. Like they can't play. You can't play better offense. Like I don't care that Christian Wood didn't play more. You know, he scored, you know, shot, he scored well, he shot well. He only played through. Like, I don't care that he didn't play more because they, they should have won this game with minimal, like Wood is not going to change the game defensively. I don't think, but like anyone like that's arguing like, Oh, why didn't, you know, Powell only scored two and Bullock scored two. And it's like, guys, like, like, we're reaching the limits of NBA offense with this Mavericks team right now. The problem is that these guys can't do anything else. And then that goes for the guys that aren't playing uh, or not playing more that you want. Like, I mean, yeah, Christian would play more like JaVale McGee play more. I, I mean, at this point I can't argue against it because it's like, why not at this point? Like I don't really have a leg to stand on there, but like to think that that's going to make things different. Is- We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Well, and it, it comes back to the to the defense. And so kids gone back to the one big lineup just to try something. And the Mavericks have been getting destroyed by every big that they play against. Cody Zeller as, as 
as our man Panda Hank pointed out, I, I flashed it on the bottom of the screen. Had 20 points and 69% shooting and eight boards. And Cody Zeller was not on an NBA team a month ago. So it's it's really confusing as to how the Mavericks thought that some of the solutions that they garnered, you know, normally in the form of like um, JaVale McGee and relying once again on Maxi Kleber. Uh, it just is silly. Like we beat this dead horse every game. And I don't know what else I, to talk about. Yeah, I don't either. And that's where it's like I was exchanging messages with my friend Tyler Adams tonight. And I just said, I'm looking forward to talking about the draft. I don't know yeah. shit about the draft because I've not had to pay attention. I'm you know, the Mavericks weren't, they didn't have a pick. And, you know, unless the, if they continue down this path, you know, there's lots of people in the chat basically saying, uh, hey, we got a Facebook commenter. Uh, my, my man Leo says we need to fire Jason Kidd. Um, Leo, I don't know if they will actually do it because right now them losing games is arguably the best thing for the team. Now, here's the thing. We know they're not going to tank, but are they going to beat Atlanta tomorrow? They're hopping on a plane right now and going to play Atlanta. Jace, uh, Luka Doncic played 44 and a half minutes. Yeah. We might see, I mean, if they lose tomorrow, we might finally see like a Luka sitting. Like, I wonder if they lose tomorrow, if that's. If that's the white flag, but because uh, they basically have to, I think it would almost be over. But dude, you talk about Cody Zeller. <laughs> Kevin Love scored 18 points in 19 minutes on nine shots. He had 24 points in the four games combined. And he had his previous high with the Heat was 13. And he's shooting, he shot 38% from the floor, 28% from three in the month of March. Yep. And dude, he looked like for stretches, he looked like Minnesota Kevin Love. It was like, and this isn't like a case of like, oh, just some random guy got hot. Like, I mean, he was just making, I mean, he's getting wide open spot up threes and he's getting like post-ups against Hardaway and Bullock. And it's like, what are we doing here? Like, it's just, it's unbelievable. I just don't know what else to say. The Mavericks had one offensive rebound in this game, Kirk. One. (laughs) One. That's hard to do because the ball just bounces to you sometimes. It is. This team is just, it's remarkable. Like, they they should be done. Like, they are done. Like, I mean, they're done. But, like, if they had, like, a three or four game stretch at any point earlier this season where they were, like, shooting, like, 30% from three, like, they would have, like, four more losses right now. Like, it's just, and well, that's, I, like, normal. Teams go I keep coming slump. back, and I just guess I didn't understand this, which is stupid. I keep coming back to the fact that they needed overtime to beat the Spurs and a game-winning shot to beat the Lakers in back-to-back games. Had they not won those games, and then yeah, they the also was over. The season was over. over then yeah. at that point, you know, because at that point, including the, it broke up five. Let's see here, it broke up and three losses. Yeah, it, it it broke up like a, a four-game losing streak and a three-game losing streak. <laughs> like it was that dark, and I'm not. Like the part of why I'm wondering if, if like at this point the Mavericks are are institutionally discussing tanking, was that play at the end where they just didn't foul? <laughs> yeah, that was that was something. Like I, that's a Jason Kidd masterclass in hand and and one hand in my pocket and the other one, you know, f- flipping a peace sign for the season. Like yeah. I, 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 I haven't, know. I haven't seen the any if he's done post game yet, but I'm assuming. His answer. If someone asks that question, his answer is going to be, "Well, the Heat are like shooting ninety percent in the from the free throw line this game, so the Heat didn't want to foul them or something." So, I'm assuming that's going to be his answer. But you know, it's not great because the game was. Right. I mean, the game was over. Like they're just, even though the Heat missed a shot, you're down six with 14 seconds left. Like there's, 
Well, so this is a fun point. This is this is why I think we may have to do more of these live, even though it it makes things a little difficult for us at times. Nate in the chat said, "Kids lineups make me wonder about a secret tank in December." Here's the thing: Jason Kidd is a stubborn. This is who he is. (laughs) Yeah, this is who he is. He did this stuff in Milwaukee. I heard a story, and I'm like, I'm trying to get him to come on, but I know a former Bucks employee that has told me some stories that will just blow everyone's minds. And maybe I'll get him to come on after the Mavericks finally part with them. I don't know if they're going to part with them this year or not, but the kind of stuff going on with Jason Kidd is not new. It's everyone deciding like, this is like, like we saw it last year too. And it just, and it fell into place when they traded Przingis. Like, Mm -hmm. It, you know, they just they happened to get on a hot streak when they kind of clicked into that Dinwiddie three guard lineup, three guard kind of lineup, mm-hmm. uh, offensive juggernaut switching defense thing. Like it, it was, it was kind of the same deal there. Like remember, I mean, they, the Mavericks started the season last year really weird. Like they then what they won like seventy percent of their games after January first. Yeah, they won. They lost like six times. Yeah. It was it was crazy. And you and I had a little bit of a discussion going back to you're like, all right, I really think the Mavericks are going to pull this out. I think they're going to yeah, go no. four and one or three and two. And I'm like, dude, they won five times in March. I know you're right. They're not. And so, but it, it, and again, well, you like, watch this game, Kirk, and you're like, this, can you kind of see why I still think that though? Because you're just hundred percent. Because it's like two things go differently. <laughs> And this whole season might be different. <laughs> they they played with analytical fire in the sense of they they and I still don't know if they realized this. In fact, I'm pretty sure they didn't because from what I understand about the coaching staff, they they're they're one of the lead assistants doesn't necessarily understand how plus minus worked to start the year. And so they they win, you know, they, they get to the Western Conference Finals. We're rehashing, we're rehashing old stuff. By hitting threes, and the threes basically break every other margin in terms of even though you're losing, rebounding, you know, you're making it work with your defensive end. And so they they then bring back a team that is so, like, everyone's the same except for they lost Brunson and added McGee. And so now that we're 80, no, 78 games into the season, I can't fathom how the fuck we talked ourselves into this. (laughs) It was stupid on its face. Yeah. We understand that, right? Like, I, I, I'm not against, like, Kyrie at all. Kyrie's been mostly fine. I've really enjoyed watching him play because he's been different. But he didn't bring anything particularly special to help them win other than maybe pushing it more. But the way the Mavericks entered the season was, all right, we're going we're gonna to do this again. We're just going to do this again and see if it works. Instead of acknowledging that, you, you know, maybe playing Dorian and playing Reggie Bullock 700 minutes in the playoffs might have adverse effects into the next year. Yeah, maybe you like, should go get another wing. <laughs> Anything? It's just this. Um, this this is crazy. Yeah, but it's again. It's like it'd be one thing if they were losing these games by fifteen points, but they're mm-hmm. not. Like Kirk, when was the last time? The, like this team has like one blowout in the last like two and a half months. Like or not. It, that's like their fifty-second clutch time game too. Yeah, like. That's why it's like we're both talking on two different sides of the coin. Like we're both kind of right. Like you're right. Like what has this team shown us that they're going to all of a sudden pull off a winning stretch? But then on my end of it, I'm like, but they're not getting crushed. And we know that, you know, some of the smart people that we know that talk about basketball have told us that, you know, clutch time isn't necessarily always like 
100% like a skill. Obviously, there's skills and there's, right. there's qualities that go into it, but there's a lot of variance when you get into a clutch situation yep. that you can just fall ass backwards into a win without doing the right things, you know, yep. because it's basketball and the ball bounces weird and you're in a one-point-one possession game and you get a win that you shouldn't have gotten. And that, that hasn't been happening. Like, they just keep losing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's crazy. I just, I, it, like I said, it'd be one thing if, you know, they've lost, um, what, six of their last seven now. It'd be one thing if, like, four or five of those losses they lost by 20 or 15 or 18. Yep. Like, if the average margin of defeat was, like, 15. It's not. It's, like, five. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm just, like... Like they're not getting run off the floor, but it's only because they're putting up some of the most historic offensive numbers we've ever seen. And it's hard to reconcile those two things together. But it's what's clear is that they're they're a bad team. And there's no there's no debating that. They're, they're a bad team. Well, so as we're broadcasting live, the Pelicans are are holding off the Clippers, seven point margin. It's it's just we're at standings watch, like a full on standings watch. Now the yeah. Mavericks are now because they lost that game tonight, they're basically the Thunder. They're only one game back from the Thunder, but because the Thunder own the tiebreaker, they're effectively two games back from the Thunder. Right. Um, they're a half game back from the Jazz. There are a ton of basketball games tomorrow. Thirteen games, I think, mm-hmm. is is what it's going to look like tomorrow. So by tomorrow night, after the Mavericks play and they play the early game uh on sunday one of them no there's like games all day goodness um and then no games monday we should have a much better feel by tomorrow evening about what is is really possible um if does utah play tomorrow that there's there's just a real if the mavericks were to commit to the tank which they're not gonna but if the mavericks were to lose out and say they were to go so they have four games left if they were to go two and two i think there's a pretty good chance of the mavericks being 10th in lottery odds i'm not saying they're keeping their pick because the mavericks have never friggin' yeah. done anything other than fall uh in the lottery but there's there's something there that we can you know then talk about for three weeks <laughs> as we all as we all figure right. out various ways and various deities to pray to to hope that the mavericks keep the pick um jeremy that jeremy says why are we talking about standings because i i want to talk about the fact that they might keep their pick that's all we really have to look forward to because yeah, and i mean still they could still the the thunder's final four games are are what suns warriors warriors they're playing the warriors on the road and then memphis and i can't remember the other game uh i think utah mm-hmm. so that's like maybe that's phoenix those phoenix and golden state games are probably losses uh, mm-hmm. because those teams are still trying to win so like at best they go two and two uh, or maybe, you know, I assume they go two and two in those final games. So they'd be at 40 wins and the Mavericks are at 37. So the Mavericks have, win, have to win three out of four. So like, obviously it's, it's, uh, oh, they'd have to win all four, right? I guess if the Thunder go two and two, the Mavericks have to win, win out. I don't know. It's the fact that it's, not, a lot mathema- of, it's yeah. not mathematically over yet. And I know it's over for everyone in their hearts and minds. And I understand that, but until it's mathematically over, we have to like, acknowledge that it's that's still possible because again i still this team is so dumb dumbest team i've ever watched i believe they would do any like i them falling ass backwards into into the 10th seed and getting into the play in like i don't know how that could shock anyone that's watched this team from game one but also it wouldn't shock me if they lost every single game to close the season so i don't know i don't know 
Oh, it's certainly something <laughs> else man. to talk about yeah. with this team. Yeah, and that's where it, it's just other than they're dumb. They're a dumb team. Yeah, I mean, I I love you know we we've seen <laughs> like so so somebody said to me today that that like Christian Wood, it's not fair. He's not getting jerked around those minutes. The man was a negative sixteen in twelve minutes. Like he might oh, be yeah. the worst defensive player I've ever seen in my life. Oh, That's yeah. why he doesn't play. Like, why do you think the Heat had? Like, like come on, guys. Like, what yeah. do you think he contributed? He contributed to that. So, yeah, he he's one of the say. worst defensive players I have ever seen. He's bad on closeouts, bad on rotations. The only thing he can do is is cheat for weak side blocks. That's all. That's the only thing he can do on defense. Jaden mm-hmm. Hardy, feel bad for him. In six minutes, he had three turnovers. Yeah, that was um, uh, after the third turnover. It was like instant like kid yeah kid, I, I, that was a purposeful like okay you're done like i don't blame done. kid for that one no, like, no, if, no. if a guy's in quicksand like that maybe you give him a little burn later but three turnovers in six minutes is is pretty indefensible no. um, and again and hardy is there for offense like he's mm-hmm. so they didn't need offense so shout out know. to uh, nba.com has reggie bullock listed as a power forward uh, <laughs> uh in the starting lineup if that he's doesn't trying. say what the and you know again he was on he was warmed over ass tonight too I, I, it's, it's a shame. Yeah. It's a real shame. Okay. Um, I think we're probably about ready to wrap this one up here. Do you got anything else? Uh, Mavericks outscored the heat in the paint. Ooh. And they still, they still, still I see. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. So what's going to happen here, guys, for those of you who want to come back and do the live show, uh, and participate in our live show as this is also a live show. Uh, be sure to to click into the uh, other, sh- uh, you know, the other YouTube channel, um, the other YouTube uh, that I've set up uh, in the Mavs Moneyball channel. Subscribe, you know, leave comments, like those sorts of things really help us. We've built up, you know, we got five hundred, so we got five hundred plus subscribers in about four days, which is way more than I would have ever hoped for. Um, I'm really appreciative of the people who are reaching out and uh, giving support and that sort of thing. You know, obviously this stuff still pops up in your, in your audio feed, but this is something we're working hard on, on top of those things. So I'll pop back in here. Uh, it's nine 35 central standard time. I have it listed. Um, I have it listed as 10 15 start time, but if I can get in there earlier, I'm going to get in there earlier um nick nick says oh this isn't the live show it's not the one where you guys can call in i'm gonna i like i definitely want you guys to call in and do that sort of thing um again i don't know what i'm doing josh and i are getting very minimal assistance we're sort of reading and listening to people who are in our lives so we're figuring out what to do with that i will say we picked a hell of a time to start a youtube channel but to be fair, we did not actually get our uh, RSS feed from SB Nation until last week. Like we knew we were going to do this. Is more a matter of when. So, yep. Um, All right. Jeremy says I will commit live Mav Sapuku on the live show. <laughs> okay, uh, well, that might be must see uh, must see television. What do you got here? What are we seeing? You, uh, you want to Josh you wanna, green screen? Yeah, you want to look up at these last uh what five game uh five games what yeah. he scored what is this eight ten he scored 13 points combined his last five games poor guy i i, I know we're done we were kind of done wrapping it up no it's I, fine i just, I just realized the josh he, green of it all is so difficult for me because i don't no. like kicking him i just it's 
you can there's just a mile like oh it's that pick no longer looks quite so bad no it does it, it still does. does sorry guys it still does i'm Bane never exists. getting over that yeah. i'm never getting over that yeah, <laughs> I mean, dude, all right nothing. so i will one rebound and three fouls in a turnover he just runs around like a chicken with his head Good cut off some games. okay so we're gonna be back here uh shortly thanks so much for hanging out uh we appreciate all your support and we will talk with you guys soon go mavs i'm ron burgundy i'm mark chapman welcome to the planet premier league podcast each week Cesc fabregas nader manua and myself talk all things premier league as a player you don't have time to talk no. you don't have time to make a plan you just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter, and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film, and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.